Welcome back, everybody, to the Identical Draw podcast. This week, I know, I know, it's late October, early November time frame. I know it's white tail. It's white tail time, but we've got one last Western Hunt recap that we're going to get into today. And it is on YouTube for everybody that's listening but wants to watch it. This hunt specifically, <clears throat> we're going to go through our early season elk hunt we're going to get into our most recent rifle hunt but we're going to be overlaying a lot of footage from this early season hunt because we're not going to make an episode from it it was too dead too boring too boring so you need to watch this podcast episode to see our footage from that hunt archery this is is the only place we're putting it archery elk hunts um do usually um pretty well on youtube but it is literally so slow that i don't want bore people i don't want yep. to waste people's time yep so that that our trail footage is going to go in here yep hit the drop we are recording this on october 25th and man it's full like full whitetail mode pretty much we're not there yet we haven't done it yet october 25th is it's a special day on our 80 um a buck that we've had for years now <clears throat> he always likes the daylight the 25th or 26th we've seen him in person filmed him seen him on a bunch of cameras every single one of those two days every year for the past few years the weather system right now is just pushing through a big front um, it's still mid seventies, which it doesn't really matter. Um, the temp wise right now, I don't really care, but I just know me and Tom both know it's going to get better in 48 hours from now. The temp's going to be 30 degrees lower and bucks are going to move. So even though he's kind of been around this time frame, 25th, 26th, we are still going to be able to kill him from the 27th to the 29th. So that's, that's what we're doing right now. Cameras have been absolutely dead though. The last week. I have a lot of, I have a lot of thoughts about this October, you know, we've done other things. We haven't hunted to just hunt. Like we've hunted 80, like there was, okay. Besides maybe one or two days when I was, when we were elk hunting, we would like, we just, it hasn't made sense to hunt. No, I've seen a lot of other people just hunting. That's what we would have done in the past. Yep. It's hard for me not to be a little upset that it's already October 25th. Like, We've had a, a good October, but I have not slowed down to just like soak it in yet. Um, you got to do that, man. It's fading. I know. But yeah, so it, we're, it, we're going to kill a buck this week. It made me realize like we can't do this rifle hunt next year. What? Why? Because I can't. It's dumb. Why? why? I don't understand why. October is still great if you're in Colorado. No, I know, but... Um, I don't get the feeling that I get that October deserves. Like I, in my head, I'm like that, like that elk hunt should be in every other year. Cause not every year do I want to be in Colorado mid October as, as amazing as it was. And we're going to get into that. Like in my head, I'm like, God, that would stink again to miss another, like, like mm. chunk out of the gut of September. But, um, October it, what, or yeah, October. I'm it, just it, like, it's it such a sucked. short span. I'm like, what? The the season. I mean, it's 14th. We were gone from the 14th to the 18th. I'm yeah, like, 13th. Yeah. I mean, it's, we were home the 17th. I'm like, yeah, I know. But then that also like you're not going out the next day to hunt. Like you, that's pushing you. I mean, we could have hunted the 80. We just chose not to. I mean, no, I'm just saying right. family wise. Like we're not just getting home and leaving. That like as soon as you get back, you have at least a at two least day a, break a two day buffer that you can't like. You know, Kind of got to stay home. Yeah. So I'm, I'm saying it. I, I, I didn't think you were going to jump on me like you did. No jumping on I, you. I, I thought you were going to agree with me because you were saying the same thing. Um, I, I, I still felt like uh, I thought it was completely worth our time. I, th- I still felt like a, like it was a I great October. The only, like if we had maybe hunted more earlier, like for whitetail, like maybe I wouldn't feel this way. But like we just had like we've hunted on the 80. Yeah, two. You know, we've had two different trips down there. That's insane. Like that, no other year have we done that. So maybe that's just what I'm feeling. Like we just haven't. I think I think it's all weather based right now. Honestly, like 
we could, I know, you and I know we both, we both could have been hunting this last weekend know, and earlier this but, week, but, but we in, just chose not to. Past, in the, the past, we would have. In the past, in the past, like, so I'm like the Colorado hunt. I mean, it shouldn't affect much. If the weather's right, we would have been hunting whitetails by now. It's just like, we're choosing not to, because we know we're going to kill in October. Like we just like our, like the last week, especially when you get this cold front, it's just insane. It's, it's better than any November time we have. If you get, if you get cold weather with this last week, which we haven't had, we had like a, like a small snap last year. It was like a two day or for how often you say, we know we're going to kill it. You should go to jail. Like you say that all the time, Colorado elk. We're going to go. We did. Uh, no, I was too confident on that, but constantly like, like you just said, like we're going to kill late October. If like, we don't kill in the next seven days, we, we effed up your period. Like I know they're wild animals, but if we don't kill, and the, like there, there are going to be. See, the, I hate that. There are going to be many untrue. There are going to be many mature bucks moving in daylight before yeah, and Halloween. You, and, and you really have we no, got to be able. We to have them. some ideas of what they might do, but we have no idea. So when you like, when you like have the deer's number, you're like we're going to go. That drives me nuts. It's just confidence, man. I'm not like I still know this wild animal. And it's still say, hard. Say we have. A, we, saying we, it's have just, a, we have we a great, tied up. We have a great opportunity to kill. Don't say we're gonna. Like, that drives me nuts. Right. Same with want, same but. with Colorado Elk, even though the odds were so good. We have a great we have a great chance, not hundred percent. Every single day you're like, it's a hundred percent. We're gonna that, kill. That just drives me nuts a little bit. Okay. I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna still speak the same, but whatever. Um well, any other whitetail updates they want to give? I mean, we're just gonna be hitting them hard. Um we still have South Dakota tags that are really it's kinda there was a really pissing good me off. Food. I know we're not gonna get up there, but I would uh, love to get up there. I'll be there. I don't know when will, first week of November when it's 20 degrees, like the weather looks good, dude. The weather's not bad. Oh, I might be because you're going to hunt this week, this weekend. Mm-mm, I'm not unless some dude, different deer dude, show up. Dude, you, Why are you telling me what deer I want to hunt guys? If you watch on YouTube, I'm staring at the camera, Tom, you like, no. you have to micromanage. Right, what happened this morning? You have to out. micromanage. You tell me when to hunt. I don't want to, I want right. to hunt when okay. I want to hunt. You have, the, the you've shot booners, the dude. Listening audience, it is my turn. The listening audience can already shoot what I want. Because how hyped up you are. I've killed two big game animals this year. You have killed none. So I'm holding out. It's a courtesy. I'm saying that you should hunt. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm holding out. I want, I don't want to hunt. There's I want to wait. There's going to be other bucks and Tommy that show up and you're in your, you've lost I your know mind. That. You've lost your mind. If you don't think Nate, Dude, get over yourself. The biggest buck you've killed is is this. It's not okay for the for the listening audience. It's a real. I'm holding up a really small rack with my hands. No, that's a joke. But like, dude, you should be hunting. That that seems insane to me. You you have you have more limited time than me. There's a heck of a chance that a buck dies Friday. I can't believe that. Like Tommy, if you think Tommy walks out, like you're gonna be upset with that. That drives <laughs> that drives me nuts, Mark Drury. I won't okay? be upset with that. Well, then you should be hunting. That's all right. I'll hunt. Okay. I hate that you just had to do that in front of everybody. No, man. I. That's unbelievable. I want you lost touch, Tom. I want to hold out for like. Touch. I want to hold out for a caliber of buck that I know is bigger and Tommy's than Tommy's. Not uh, Tommy's not that. He's there's like, bigger. He's there's gonna be bigger, Tom. Tell me there's not gonna be bigger. <laughs> there's a there's gotta be yeah, bigger. The, the biggest buck that's shown up so far is Tommy, and I think you're insane to not hunt him. I would be him thrilled. Hey, deer. I would be thrilled with him, but I'm just like, I wanna be hunting when I assumed this whole time that you'd be hunting. Like that that I was like, if I'm hunting, then you ain't going to no birthday party Saturday. You ain't going to no birthday party Saturday. Yep. Well I am, because my godson's getting two years old. Um man. I I figured you were hunting the whole time, but I'll, if you need me to stack up my third big game animal and shoot whatever Booner walks through again, yeah. I'll happily do that because I'll pass Tommy when he shows up. And then you're just gonna be filming me. Yeah, you'll pass him. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'd not. be thrilled you, with Tommy. Shot big deer. I'd be thrilled with never. Tommy. I'm just like, our big boys aren't on the eighty yet. You know that our big boys aren't split they're, G two and our buddy Babe. Wide loads they're right, gonna show wide, up. Wide loads gonna be there. Split G2, there's a hell of a chance he'll be there. Think so, man. Babe showed up for the first time on the 31st. All right, I'll hunt. <laughs> God, you piss me off sometimes, man. Sorry for the argument, folks. That's what we do. You're insane. Like, like I've, I've shot that big buck, but I would still be, ex- like, ecstatic and not hesitate <clears throat> to hunt if Tommy, like, 
knowing Tommy's going to come through. But you, no, I hear you. I, I don't. Understand. I get your. I get your side. You've had a lot of years of shoot booners. I, I don't. I don't get it. I, I don't do. Know yeah. Why you'd pass up on the October twenty seventh cold front, like twenty some degree drop? Yeah, I don't know, man. It was a mistake. Okay, I regret it. All right. Well, you're exposed for being a dumbass. <laughs> uh, so you no, know, I really like. You've shot some good animals over the last this last year. You know, you've shot, some, you've shot some nice animals. I want to okay. get one more in before November 11th because then that whole year will just be just a, a year. And I'm like, I want to shoot. I want to shoot a really good buck, which Tommy would be a really good buck. He'd be I just very know good. He'd be very good. And there's he'd he'd be be really the nice. most buck. Like he'd probably take over the history that we had with him. Yeah. He's the best history we've ever had. Yeah. But I mean, Tommy, like that's, that's a buck that we've been waiting years and years and years. Yeah. And like he's a stud this year. I mean, yep. He's one of those deer that's going to be bigger when you see him in person. We've shown we've shown uh, we've shown Instagram this deer quite a bit. He looks the same in every. Uh... That's Tommy. What pick was that? He's nice. Seven. What is he? A six by five, seven by five, seven by five? Yeah, because he's got that kicker. Yep, I counted the other day. So. He's nice. He's, 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 if you had to put tape to him right now, high 150s, yeah, 60. Yeah. All right, I'll hunt, man. I'll get to the range today. Make sure I'm shooting good. Okay. Any other whitetail updates? I mean, we're going to be out for him pretty it's, good. I mean, maybe get up to South Dakota. If, if we I, shoot a I, buck, I, I say it every year, but it's like, this is like the best next month of my life. Yep. For sure. And I hate, like it's one of those things like fast, you almost man. hate that it's here. Yeah. Like you dream about it all the time and then like you just don't want it to go again. Yep. It's uh you just got to absorb every moment. If we kill a buck, if I when I kill Tommy on Sunday, which I think we need to hunt Saturday night. Yeah. I saw there's a there's a yeah, there's no, a should be ice warning yeah. Saturday night to Sunday morning. I'm like, Ooh! And, and uh Ooh! we're going to have Ooh! you know, um Dave will be there and we're going to have his help. Dave who? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Speaking of Dave's, I'm talking to Masasi tonight. Cool. <laughs> Shout out. I know you don't listen, but um, he's gonna help uh, help us with that. Get that blind on the platform. Oh, sweet. Um, if you kill a buck, we're going up north for a little bit. But since you're tagged out, I get to make a decision on when we hunt, and we're going on that duck hunt with Rocky because we need the content. That's fine. Remington sent us the stuff. That's fair. Q, you would probably send us more stuff. I'm like, we need a duck hunt. That's that, going to hurt bad, though, dude. You're going to regret that. What day is that, Tom? I, what day I, is it? I, Say it out I, loud. I, mean, I understand. What day I, is I'm it? Okay, what day is it? It's, it's the 11th. Ah! Sorry for blowing you guys out. Um, November 11th has just been a day on the 80, man. November 11th? Uh, last year's, too. Last year? No, past years. Before that. Trail camera. November 11th. November 17th has been... Yeah, November 17th. Good. That, that was very good, yeah. Which we'll be back for. I mean, is it like a two-day thing that we'd go there? Oh, like a one-day. Oh, like, sweet. Like, yeah. Okay. All right, well, I think we should get into the elk hunt. 15 minutes into this pod. That's enough of a whitetail update. We're going to be after him. Stay tuned to our story. We're going to be throwing some serious content on the story. I, yeah, I feel like people are all waiting for our whitetail stuff, but it just... We'll, we'll get there. We've just been doing a lot of other stuff, so it'll be heavy. Get, in our, get into the yeah. most boring hunt we've ever been on and one of the biggest mistakes we've ever made in the fall. September, we wanted to hunt early season elk. Why? Because <clears throat> we thought they'd be predictable on wallows, which they have been in the years past. That's a fact. We've gone over the mistake on another podcast, so I don't think we need to rehash that. But on the elk hunt, we were basically like, dang, we, like, we screwed up. We shouldn't be here right now. Just a scheduling issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, which wasn't really a mistake because you shot biggest mule deer of your life in Nebraska. Yeah. But so. we were, we were, like had planned to do Colorado and uh, Idaho back to back. And it was just too much. Um, but we spent, I mean, what? Did we do six days in September? I think so. I mean, we, we started hunting. Do we hunt opener? Mm-hmm. So that first week, basically. And we did it, we did it like the hard way. We just spike camped it up top of... Uh, Stayed up there for three days straight and then came down and hunted some different wallows and then went back up. And I mean, this doesn't need to be a long story. I mean, 
Do you? I don't even remember day by day breakdown really. Um, we, we did, went up we on did. top. We just hunted. We just hunted yeah. meadows and wallows every single morning. Three mornings in a row, we hunted the same wallow. Morning number one, we got into a bunch of cows talking. Never saw them. Morning two in that spot, we saw a cow like hundred and, and two bugles that first morning. And two bugles. Morning three, we didn't see anything. The evenings were spent in different wallows and different meadows. And I don't know if we saw an elk in the evenings. Yeah. Second evening, you almost shot one. Oh, yeah. Second evening, first evening, we sat in this, what we call the long meadow. Didn't see anything. Really disappointing. Thought that was going to be, that we we're going to kill. Second, the, found out the wallow was basically inactive. Yep. And the uh, wallow that we were hunting in the morning, we didn't want to get near for scent, but it was totally dried up too. But elk will hit dry wall. Yeah. Like just visit it. Second evening, we were in this big meadow where we actually rifle hunted as well. And um, two mi- five minutes left to legal light. Maybe that wasn't the second evening. I think it was the second evening. Second evening, we did the whole big thing up I'm, to May. I'm pretty or, sure. We were starting to get desperate on day two. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we did a gigantic walk about that evening. Just like, we got to find fresh elk sign. We got to find elk. And we didn't, I mean, we didn't hardly see crap. Um, but that evening, we were in this big meadow just waiting for it to get dark. And uh, a cow and calf came down off this hill. And I had a shot at we like might have seen him during the rifle hunt, actually. Yeah. I had a shot at like 58. Trying a big cow elk target. I'm taking all day. Super comfy. It's probably like... Was I drawn? It was, no. It was probably... You were taking forever. I remember that. I couldn't get my rangefinder. Sorry, Kuyu. I, the rangefinder pocket is too it, tight. It's loosened a lot. My, mine's Yours, much Maybe I need now. to stretch it out. Mine's much... Yeah. I literally could not... Because I didn't... I We were changing I layers. Film, we were getting layers the cow, off. And I was like looking down at me like, what in God's so, name? Because she's already... She's pegged us a little before, bit. Before... She came down. We were changing layers because we had a long hike out. And I said, so I was dropping a layer. And they, they unknocked, and I said, you know what? Yeah. Like, it's still illegal shooting. Like, at any moment, an elk should, could come out back up. So I knocked another one, but I didn't have my bino harness on my person. So the bino harness was on the ground. When it's on my person, the rangefinder, it comes out fine, but I couldn't get it out of the pocket on the ground. Finally, do ranged her. And uh, so I'm like, I'm like, like tightening. Like got my release in hand. I'm like tightening the drawback, and Tom's pack goes. Mm. I, my pack chose evil because it was just sitting up. Yeah, I mean these things like <laughs> it was just like we heard rocks and bam. Yeah, and like it was just. I mean, I didn't think it was going anywhere. Um, you nobody hit it. It just yeah. like was like it's time. <laughs> it, yeah. So it just time to ruin their one chance this hunt. Yeah. Bam. And she barked fell over, and barked, and it was the gig's gig was up, which sucked. Um, but that was. That was pretty much it. Up on that top mat, like there's so many elk up there, but we just like couldn't find them. They super hot temps. There are, super hot. There temps. are hundreds of elk on that mountain. Super dry. They were not getting up before. That's the whole thing. Dark. It was. They were getting up. Just an hour after sun went down. We should we should dip into the second highlight, which was our buddy found found a fresh wallow. It was mm-hmm. actually pretty close to the road. Mm-hmm. Um, people just often are going in deep. Overlook it. And, yeah, overlooking it. And uh, we sat that, didn't see anything. But as we were walking back to the truck, elk beagles like less yep. than 200 yards away. Big bull. Yep. Um, and nothing, I mean, we hunted, just, we hunted yeah. the next morning, right? And, and heard some cows and mm-hmm. and uh, elk were around. That's probably like the high. We heard, we heard elk like pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. That was one good thing. Like we, we were doing the right things, but when they don't move out of their beds, yeah, there's just no hope there. It's just, yeah, just tough. They just weren't moving at all. Um, we hunted that, that wall where we had that bugle that evening, heard that bugle after, and then that morning heard cows that evening. Were we back up on? I'll have to beat that out in 19 minutes. Um, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. With Anthony. Okay, so that was our that was that was the evening. Yeah. Came back, went up midday. Yep. Got into a spot that the wallow had been hit, but not for a handful of days at least. But it looked it was like our best sign we had seen. You could just this tell is, there. This were is beds. already day six. Like, we've, like yep. this is the activity we saw. That was the hunt where I knew I thought we were tucked in tightest to bedding because we were just had talked to a lot of guys and we we're like that that ridge right there, just good stuff. And I was like, okay. 
if we can be tight, hugged into this timber close to their bedding, I'd we actually, have a chance. I'd actually just told you on the walk down before this, or the last time we were up there, I was like, we should sometimes dip into that, dip yep. over that side. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, have you ever been over here? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where we were talking about. So yep. it all felt good. But just no elk. Just yep. didn't move. I mean, just like we've had, we've mm. had very cold hunts early season. Yep. Like five years ago. Like, man, below freezing, amazing, bugling elk on the opener. This this is actually when the opener in Colorado was in August. Mm-hmm. Elk bugling. Like a lot. The year I killed my cow, 2017, yeah. we got up there. They were fired up. I mean, we, were, we heard five different bulls I mean, going were probably in the teens in then. Like, mm. And it just, it's so warm. It was so warm. Lows were doing like mid-40s. Yeah. I mean, for the first time in years, we heard that like there wasn't an archery bull taken in our valley. Mm-hmm. Like that is unbelievable. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'll overlay the footage. I mean, overlay the footage of me walking around. It was a good workout. It was a good hike. Um, we've of course got content and stuff to drop, and it's we're filling drop boxes. But, um, we were out there and it was like, gosh, like we shouldn't. What be. the hell are we doing? Yeah, shouldn't be. Like here. when we're when we are chasing elk with the bow we need them to be able to talk and we need them to be able to move. And like years past, yeah, they have say that like, what the heck were we doing? But it's like, we've yeah. had, we had a good plan going into, I was confident yeah. actually. I was, like, I was confident too. And like years past, like elk are like clockwork to these mm-hmm. wallows, like same one every year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's nothing up there. We did the thing that we were like, like you yelled at me earlier in the podcast. Like if you do this, if you sit wallows morning and evening, early season for a full week, you will kill an elk. That's what we did. And we didn't like see crap. We didn't, I didn't like knock an arrow besides that one time. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Just crazy. Yeah. So, but we knew that in five weeks we were going to return. We were coming back with the long gun, baby. Yeah. Um, so transition. Um, well, give, give us a gear setup for the, the October rifle hunt. Where are you shooting? Um, drew tag in May or June. Um, I was shooting the CVA Cascade XT uh, 300 Win Mag with Remington um, ammo, Vortex um, Razor HD Light, I believe. Um, and I mean, it was an all it, the Vortex guys. I mounted maybe the drop scope. a couple picks of that rifle combo right now. I, I mounted the scope and um, which I learned from the Vortex guys. Um, and they, we, we were out there um, actually on our, our deer hunt and um, we used their range and mm-hmm. um, Graham helped me sight it in a hundred yards. And yep. it was, I mean, I, I hit bullseye at shot number three. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never done like any like rifle training or like how to, how to shoot, but like just so, so many things with archery translate into, especially like shooting a resistance release translating to being a halfway decent rifle shot out the gate. I know I could be a lot better if I, if somebody taught me some things, but like just a simple pull, pull, pull. And I mean, I was, I was hitting well. Um, so how many rifle shots before shooting the 300 had you shot in your life? Um, less than 50, like not counting like smaller, like 22 caliber. Yeah. I'm talking like big game rifle. Like oh yeah. 30 out like six, less than 20. Yeah. I'd say. I'm just trying to think, yeah, less than 20, I'd say. Um, I'll be honest, like, growing up archery hunting only, my dad, like, dad didn't rifle hunt. No. Um, uncles didn't rifle hunt, like, with us or, or much at all by themselves. Um, like, it's been an intimidating thing, to be honest, to getting into. Like, there's so many things you don't know that it seems like everybody else knows. Like, last year we battled the muzzleloader mm-hmm. deal. And I'm so glad we learned all that. Like that's a mm-hmm. that's a huge thing that we love to do now. Like every year, I just want to be a better hunter. Like overall, I think this year is the rifle deal. Um, confidently know how to how to sight in a rifle, shoot out to 400 yards confidently. Yep. Um, so fast forward, we leave. Um, we drive all night. We were going to drive actually two days before the season opened, but bad storm was going to come through our interstate section and it was at night and like heavy rain. I interstate at night, potential hail. It's like, cool. Yeah. We're not doing that. Um, we were all packed up. So we left at 4am, um, that the next morning drove all the way 
got there at like a really good time actually like like yep. like late afternoon uh 13 hour rip um we and got into colorado like 9 a.m i was like Ooh, we're moving pretty good we got a uh found a, a nice public range mm-hmm. and shot out to just 200 then we had some other people coming in and yep. we didn't want to as archery hunters you're like if i can shoot out to 200 yards like that won't be an issue um, and honestly as an archery hunter gun ranges suck i freaking yeah. hate gun ranges yeah like just we, like, loud we were, guns going off when you don't know not my favorite we were like the responsible ones like there were guys like taking one shot walking out to the target just yeah. not like, not saying anything just walking have, out. they didn't there. have optics yeah so like we're like doing like the range is hot like the whole whole spiel thank you jj hinton he gave us the, the rundown he was that that was a busy public two years range. ago yeah we did that. We did that hunt with JJ and uh, Gavin. Gavin, and in Colorado for Muleys, and watching him do the whole range thing, and did, was very good. Gosh, being very work. like we're shooting, like range is hot, and then like guns up, like we're going to get targets. Just yeah, like being so loud. Did he work at Federal, or whether I think he might have been Federal. Yeah. So, but he know, he knew his stuff, and so like yeah. I was taking some tips from there because I mean we, that was our first time ever. Alone yeah. without anybody that has experience at yeah. a public range. Um, but yeah, you, you, you dialed in 200 and another two shots, maybe three yeah. shots. This is how much I don't know about scopes. Mm. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know how to focus. You were just telling me you already had a day under your belt, right? We, we, we figured that out second day of the hunt. Um, I was like, there's gotta be a no, way to focus that was, it. Uh, that was second day when we no, went to, that wasn't second day. That, that, that was, was the first after day. morning one. Gotcha. I was like, it, it just seems like a little bit blurry, like past like 200. And sure enough, like, I, I, I don't want to screw anything up. That's mm-hmm. like my biggest thing. Like, so I don't want to twist the wrong thing. Um, but then I was like, okay, this is, this has gotta be the focus. And sure enough, it's like the, the clouds part and it's clear. If you're not clicking anything that, I mean, that, that gives people an idea, like how little, um, we knew about rifle hunting, but like the zoom is tricky for us. Cause like your zero stays the same in the zoom, but then your other ranges will change. Correct. Um, yeah. Like actually like magnifying it. Yeah. Yes. Like, so do you have to do a lot of shooting it's to a, be able to know? I think it's a second focal plane. Um, SFP there's first focal plane, which FFP you can, man, I'm out of my <laughs> element here. Just keep trying. We're going to get, yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure FFP, um, like you can, you can zoom, like you can magnify it and like all, everything like will still fall in line. Mm. Um, but with a SFP, like it's just like your, what you zero on will stay the same. Um, so you just gotta I, do a lot of shooting just yeah. like archery. You just gotta like my, my 60, my 60 right now with my broadheads, I gotta like put it at like 63, 64. I'm like, it's just what you got to do. You got to shoot a lot to know that stuff and rifle. I'm probably every, like, every gotta, setup's going to be a little different. Yeah. Like, um, my, my bear archery setup is, is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like my broadheads shoot my field points, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Um, yeah, man. So hit the range, hit the range, feel good. Um, talk to the, talk to the local <laughs> guys that are also have tags, um, mm-hmm. seeing where everybody's going to go. don't want to step on anybody that evening. We scout, and see a, a good five by five and some cows um, down in this main um, meadow um, where we fly fish in the summer. Yeah, we know that there's going to be like it's just a different ball game and completely different ball. Listening game. to more podcasts, like everything I thought it was going to be came true. Like big bulls are still up high. They they're not with their harems anymore. They are rutted out. They're maybe with one or two cows um, up high in secluded spots. Down low, you can easily find a bunch of young bulls. Mm-hmm. Um, going into this hunt, it wasn't some like trophy hunt. I'd never shot a bull. Yep. This would be the first animal I ever took with a rifle. And it was like, I'm going to shoot. I said, I was going to shoot the first legal bull that walked out. I lo- that, that didn't happen. Um, but I was like, I, I just, I want to, I want to fill this tag. That's more important than any antler size situation. Um, so figure out where everybody's going to go. Morning one, um, we go to, we, I mean, maybe a mile and a half, not quite two mile hike in, yep. um, to a familiar spot and, um, have right away, see cows and a bull, mm-hmm. um, a little young one. Yeah. Smaller bull. And, uh, you had him at that, two, I had him 70. Yeah. Like two seventy. At this point, I'm only one, I want something 200 and inside. Um, 
I could have very easily cut the distance, moved, yeah. but I was kind of like, we kind of made a decision like morning one, like for content sake and whatnot. Like I think it'd be a, it'd have to be like a bigger bowl mm-hmm. to shoot them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, go back. But that was just great because man, we don't see elk archery hunting. Yeah. Like it's really tough. I mean, we've, when we time it right with the rut and we actually get into them, we see elk, but like, like being able to see her down the valley with the bull. I'm like, yeah. what? It was great. Different yeah. ball game. Um, cool temps in the morning. I mean, th- I, this was actually the coldest morning. Like it was 19, 18. Yeah. Like high teens. Yeah. Um, and so we, after that, we hike back, drive around a little bit, run to our buddy. He and his, his buddy shot bulls. Mm-hmm. Um, where we saw that five by five, they shot that yeah. five by five. We saw the night before. We, I mean, we Same knew spot. that somebody was going to fill that, that morning. Yeah. Um, and so we go back to camp, um, settle in a little bit. Then we're like, man, like, we should help these guys. Like, um, it's, it's our, I'll, I'll say it's our buddy, Jerry, who is, who owns some cabins in that Valley. And then his, 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 his friend, um, and what Jerry's 50 and his buddy's almost 60. Is that what we found out? Yeah. Um, and we just, they were pretty fairly easy to get two bulls. Mm-hmm. Um, especially so, the first so one I'm cutting ahead, but Nate and I decided we're going to help him pack out and yep. do the whole thing. We show up with our, our packs and we're ready to go. Um, Jerry's cleaning the bulls. Nate and I run meat for bowl one, um, to the truck. We had to cross the, cross the river each time. That whole spiel helped him out a lot. Second bowl, um, it's noon at this point, so two to three hours for the first bowl. That was easier to get to. Then we're climbing up. Um, this The second bowl that was shot was about like, it was like a 700-yard poke. Um, kind of in some steep steep terrain. And uh, so we hiked up there um, a bit quicker than the other guys and um, start dicing up that bowl. Um Pack that thing out. Pack it back him out. A few hours later. So it's like three o'clock and they're like still fin- finishing up one side, but I'm like, dude, we need to, we need to get down so we can, we don't compromise our yeah. evening hunt. And I'm like, we're trying to make it so that it's just one trip for these guys. So we have, we, we have nice pack packs, like diaper. They can fit a bunch of meat. Yeah. We're, we're younger. And we can we're, handle the yeah. weight. So Nate takes back leg. I, um, I, I have, a- I have back leg, you have front leg and neck meat and the head. Yep. I have back leg. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they had, they had a back leg and, and just a front leg, just front leg. Yeah. yeah. Cause you took all the back straps and yeah. So we make it down pretty, pr- fairly quickly across the stream. Um, Nate didn't bring waiters like I suggested. So he was, he, he was a mess. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of fell in the river at one point, but yeah, not a big deal. That's pretty good. Um, but then we're like, okay, evening hunt. We're gonna go to another meadow that that we we know well. like. We worked it. I mean, we helped those, which we're happy to help them. But I mean, we helped those guys for six, seven hours. And I mean, yeah. it was hard work. Like both you and I, I know we were like, it, we're in good shape, us, but we were feeling it. Got us ready, yeah, for like the days ahead. I think it just kind of yeah, um, sped things up for yep, getting acclimated and whatnot. Um, you want to make quick friends, help pack out some elk. Yeah. So, evening. Um, kind of slow, but also a good one. Um, not too, not too difficult of a hike, sit in the meadow, um, see a, a cow and a bull moose. Um, they're in our meadow, uh, different meadow than we hunted in the morning. Just a spot yeah. we've archer hunted a lot. We just know the the Hills back there really good. And, uh, I don't know, probably 30 minutes before shooting light. We see a, good, a big bull or yeah. Yeah. No, this was at sunset, 30 minutes before illegal shooting. Oh, yeah. Um, so, see, see a big bull. Mm-hmm. We, we got some footage of him. You can't see like see him perfectly, but, like, holy cow, like, his antlers, like, just wide. Mm-hmm. Like, wide and see, tall. You can see antler tips. Like, it's moving. going past his back. Like, yeah. it's midway through his body. You could just see just. Like, 300 bull. Yeah, for sure. Con- you can confidently say 300 bull. Yep. Um, With some cows up there. And, like, that's the whole thing that we knew we'd get into up top, mm-hmm. but and they're, yeah, they, what were they? A half mile just up the 700 yards. Yeah. yeah seven, 800. Um, and at this point, like, there's just no time to get to them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it confirms like what we know. Young bulls are going to be down low. High, uh, bigger bulls are up top. Yep. And uh, so next morning, we go back into the same same morning spot. We actually hit that morning spot every single morning because we were seeing elk. We were like, it's just a matter of time before um, some bigger, some different elk roll through. Mm-hmm. Um, morning two, we get to the same spot we spotted them the other day, the next the morning before, and uh, there's a, there's a bull bugling further down. Yep. So it doesn't take us long to to see the meadow. No, nothing's there. We hightail it. Um, I see a cow at gosh, she's probably 150 yards, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, we just knew the bulls were going to be coming in mm-hmm. with those guys. Couple so cows. We just, we just sit, I get ready. Hit the ground and set um, up. Now what what we know we like we can't get around like we technically want. Yeah. It's, um, the knobs just kind of. It's hard to explain, but like it's just like a rolling hill. So, like, if they're on the ridge, you can see them, but if they're on the backside, you can't see them. Like, you just got to hope We're looking that at the hill, like, sideways. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, long story short, um, cows run down, a uh, bull comes out. Then the, the bugling bull, which, hey, he's got a good bugle. I'm like, this bull's going to be bigger. He comes out. He's the smaller one from the first morning. Um, no shot opportunity. There's one shot opportunity I had bull the, um, of it was a four by four and a six by five. The four by four had a bigger frame. Mm-hmm. Um, six by five just had some kickers and stuff. Um, they, the thing we noticed about this area is they, they didn't spend any time in the meadow. They right. went from cover, passed through the meadow within a handful of minutes, just hectic. They're just chasing each other around and they're up into the cover mm-hmm. bedding down. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so what getting them on footage and all that was just hard. So morning one, it was just a small bull and cow. So they mu- he must have, and he wasn't bugling at that point. So he must have collided with the other, the other group and the other bull. And then it got competitive. Have you looked back on the footage? That first morning bull was six by five. Yep. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I have a shot opportunity. Nate, Nate's not on him. The bull, the bulls are just standing there at three fifty. Mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable that distance at this point. And they walk into the Hills. We chase them a little bit, but it, it gets quite quick. Mm-hmm. Um, head back to the cabin and we're like, man, like we should try to, we, there's a meadow nearby that everybody kind of shoots in. Um, if they need to check their rifle and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And we're like, man, we should, we should at least be shooting like three to 400, just, just the, just 300 to, I mean, you're shooting it to have another, mag. You should be to have able another, to yeah, very being able to focus it and whatnot. I, I feel confident that I could hit that. So, um, I brought cardboard and targets for this very reason and go out there, um, shoot, Hit, I mean, hit bullseye third shot again at 300. Um, actually have a sketchy misfire situation when I try to put a second one just for confirmation. Um, we've had misfires with shotguns. I know what that's like. You, you hit the trigger, nothing happens. A couple seconds, boom. Mm-hmm. I've seen that multiple times. One one very distinct was with our Uncle Dave. We were we were shooting some trap, and it was I think it was really cold. I think that was one of the mm-hmm. big reasons with this one. And, like, one came up, and... Like he hit the trigger and nothing happened. And so he just was holding the gun just on his hip, just barrel up safe and boom, just like went off in his lap. Yeah. Sketchy. I mean, if you were to lean that on the truck. Yeah. Mm. Um, so in my head, I'm like, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you squeezed it. I'm, you squeeze it, it again. I squeeze it again. Nothing. <clears throat> just to make sure. Um, and then I'm just like, I'm tight on the gun the next minute minute and a half. I'm like, if this thing's going to misfire, it would have happened already. So I'm talking to you mm-hmm. kind of intense. Um, cause it's like, I don't know what a pro would do. This thing should go off. Mm-hmm. Like, like if the pin was hit. Yep. It's been primed. Like that thing should not be together. Still their bullet should be 300 yards down the range. And it's mm-hmm. not. So when's it going to go off? Is it going to go off? I don't know like what's due at this point, I guess, but I'm like, if it was going to go off, it should have it gone. Would off. have gone off. Yeah, especially with two, two trigger pulls. So what I quickly do. Maybe this is that decision. Maybe not. But I still needed to shoot some more. I quickly eject, throw a big ass rock on it, like in a matter of two seconds. Not not on, not not on it. Like to shield us yeah. if there was in like between. a micro explosion. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, I don't want that there. Like I got to keep shooting. Mm-hmm. So grab a quick toss in the woods. And that, that was over. I was like, I don't like that. Um, I want to talk to some of the Vortex guys about what they do. 
And if we are not, it can't be a Kotlin thing. Yeah. I've never heard about it. Is it going to just go off at any time? I mean, no, I'm guessing there's like, there's some powder or something in there, but that's a sketchy thing. Like it should be going off. Yeah. Didn't in my mind, it's, it's kind of like a firework where the wick goes and runs out, but it's Mm -hmm. like, you can't see the wick, but it's like the fireworks not going off. What do you do with that live live one? Yeah. You, so I'll ask yeah. them and I'll follow up with all the listeners. Um, we haven't, we, I was filming the whole thing. So maybe we could throw a clip on Instagram and mm-hmm. probably get yelled at by some angry gun people or something. Yep. But so, but you were smacking at three and then there's a rock at four. You smacked the rock at four. We were like, that gives us some range. Mm-hmm. That helps a lot. Yeah. Elk are going to be in trouble for sure. And that evening we, what did we do that evening? Decided to hide hightail it up top to where we spike camped for archery. Mm-hmm. It was a, I mean, it was a full send. It took us about two and a half hours to get to where we were. It's hard. Be. It's just um, work. Halfway in, we started still hunting. Yeah. We actually bumped a five by five. Um, just smaller guy and a cow moose and some muleys. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a haul. We knew it the whole time. Like yep. this is going to be hauled. Like this is, but we were also like, this, this better pay off. Gonna, it should be really good. Yeah. Like those meadows. We were thinking like with, the slower archery season, like we might get into more bugles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, we saw some cows and that's it. I mean, it, they were, they are out early. Like mm-hmm. we thought, but man, was it, was it slow up there? Not worth the hike. Um, I'm sure there are bigger bowls. If we would have mm-hmm. stayed up only there. hunted up there for, and, and that's, we'll do that. Yeah. Like we will, like when the, when the, when the tags fill a, a two fifty plus, mm-hmm. 270 plus like that's, where, that's we'll, where we'll be yeah we'll be camping up there and doing that you just got to give it time yeah for sure um saw a spike after sh- legal shooting um cross over the horizon but yep i mean that was it then it's a haul, haul haul down there three miles back yeah it's just a it's a whole thing um only got slightly lost ones um and it just sucks to like it's just it's western hunting but it just sucks to uh put in that much effort and your body's just drained after a day like that and just had nothing out of it, but it just kicks you back for the next day. You're like a little more sore, a little more tired and just things just compound. L- and you gotta yeah, just, let's jump and be able step. to recover and yeah, get up and do it again. So that next morning we went back to that same so Saturday, that Saturday, that was Sunday evening. Yep. Monday morning. Hear him again. See them same 900 some yards away. Same trees they were in the morning before. Hall butt over there. It was barely crack, cracking light. Yeah. Like we were like, we will we get were, around. We were ahead of schedule. Yeah. Um, get around there. I'm set up, ready for them to pop out. And <whistles> beaglers on the other side of the middle already. And we're like, they're already up in their bedding. In the, they, we, it, it took us, you, you told me how much time from seeing them. We load up our packs and getting to them. We got them. What'd you say? Yeah, like eight minutes, eight minutes. And they had already crossed all that ground and up in their trees where they bed. That was a frustrating morning. I remember sitting there like, and it was like not even sunrise yet. And we were like, this hunt's over. Yeah. We, we do go to what is called the hidden meadow. Mm -hmm. We see a spike bull and a cow. That was like a little positive. We're like, okay, Mm -hmm. we thought that a bull might follow, but, um, head back, kill some time. You catch a, a big Brown Mondo in the stream. And, uh, we're like at this point, okay, day three, we don't kill tonight. We got two days. This is a freezer filling trip. Mm-hmm. We know if we go back to the morning meadow, we've been every morning and seen seen bulls every single morning. Yep. We're gonna see elk. Yep. But where did I want to go, Tom? Beave. I wanted to go kill Mr. Bruce. I wanted to go after that big bull we saw first evening. Which was a which was a play where you the odds aren't in your favor. Like you don't know what's gonna be like. You don't know if they've been consistent, but you could be in big bull. Where our other play is like, you go back to where they are in the morning, likely you're shooting one. Mm-hmm. And we're like, over halfway through the season, let's go shoot an elk. And like, at this point, it's like, okay, we also have to close the cabin. Mm-hmm. That's that's multiple hours. Winterize it. At this point, we're going to like, cl- we're going to clean the elk, do the whole thing, mm-hmm. deal with getting the meat back to the camp. And we're like, okay, it's, it's Monday evening. And like, best case scenario, we're home Wednesday. Mm-hmm. 
you know, so like if we hunt, if we hunt Wednesday, then we're not home till Friday. Mm-hmm. It's like all these things like, and, and like the whole goal this whole time was like, we just want to, I want to shoot a legal bull mm-hmm. and that like, that's it. So we're like break our would, freaking five year streak of not killing an elk. Yeah, like why would we not just go back and, and where we have a lot of confidence. So yep. we, we do that. We're like, we're going to go back. Um, we get to the hidden meadow. Yeah, we're like, we're going to set the head in metal. We knew they were there every time. We know that's the closest spot to betting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was camera guy this trip. I went hard in the paint on the camera stuff because I'm like, this could be a good episode. It will be a good episode. Lots of photo content. My setup was a little overkill. I have a one, 150 to 600 millimeter lens with uh You're Panasonic. explaining how you were set up yep. when we were set up in the hidden meadow. Panasonic Lumix, which is... Uh, these cameras that we're filming on. That's one setup with the tripod. Another setup, 7200 Canon with R5 tripod. 5D um, with wide audio. Angle. I'm just on the ground, just like I have it propped up. Wide angle. And yeah, wide angle. Was at 15 to 1635. And then I have a uh, 360. It's like, it's like, what, you don't have it now. What brand is that? It's the Insta 360. Insta 360. So I'm like, we have four, four camera angles. So like, we'll get to this later, but like moving around sucks. We were having battles back and forth constantly. Yeah. Because morning two, you couldn't get on fast enough. Yeah. And we were having a discussion. Like if that happens, like you should probably just pick up the R5 and do an over the shoulder. Yeah. 200 yards, 4k. Like you, you'll get in decent tight. Yeah. tight. Yeah. But like moving camera gear sucked a little bit. Best case scenario. You're hoping long lens tight. Yep. Wide angle. Um, 72 over your shoulder. 72 over the shoulder. Yeah. Also getting shot. Um, it's hard to make that happen, you know? Very. Um, and moving around so tough. Cause I'm like, Oh, I have to take all this stuff down, set up somewhere else maybe. And I thought it's not like a quick thing. It's not like a, let's go to where he's bugling yeah. and set up a pack and shoot him. It's like, so in the bottom meadows, you start getting excited around like really six, mm-hmm. like six o'clock is when, you should start to see stuff. Um, yep. Man, and we hear, we hear our first bugle, 550 maybe. Yeah. 545, 550. Um, he's about our topo line further, um, actually south than we thought. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd walked by him. Um, and we're like, man, what's going to happen? Like, is he going to come in this meadow or is he going to just pop down low? Mm-hmm. He bugles, I mean, five times maybe. Yep. And like, he's probably, it's, he might be in the same spot. Might be getting closer. We think he's going down lower. Mm-hmm. Like he's seeing you know, sounds like, oh, we're almost positive that he's lower. Yep. The hidden, so the hidden metal is just higher elevation and this big like, metal is like just sitting underneath feet, it. Maybe. Yep. So we're like, he, if he doesn't come over to the hidden meadow, he could just drop straight down and then our wind would not be ideal. Yeah. So we were like, what is he going to do? We have a lookout point like 80 yards below us where mm-hmm. we can see the meadow below us. Looking back, which I probably would have never done this, but I should have just kept the Lumi set up there. Mm-hmm. Just in case we do go back, you know? Yeah. But so after like multiple bugles and we're like, okay, finally, like he's going to be lower. We, we move, mm-hmm. we, we, we go down to that lookout point just below us and we wait. Sure enough, he bugles again. Up. We're, we're unsure. Yeah. Bugles again. He's, he's, he's up higher. Mm-hmm. Or like he's not in the hidden metal yet, but like he's gonna be soon, and he's gonna be like right where we're set up. Yeah. So at this so, point, like, oh gosh, like I'm just standing there. I'm like, I don't rush it. Like I'm pissed that we're not there. Should just stayed. Um. But it is what it is. Like he could still pop out down low, and then finally, like in the last bugle, he's in the hidden metal. He's he's exposed. Like you know when they're out of the timber, mm-hmm. kind of bugle. I'm like, he's right there. Mm-hmm. So plugs in. Both plugs in go up over the, this little per, kind of like perfect ridge. Um, we hug the tree row and I pop over, see the cow, maybe 180 yards. And then there's a bull right in front of us at 80 yards. He's the smaller six by five. And, um, I think that's all that there is. And I, I, at this point I'm like, I'm jacked up. I'm going to absolutely shoot that bull. Um, I can't get, I can't like, I'm not, high enough on the ridge to like use my pack to shoot off of. And there's no good mm-hmm. trees. So I'm like either like, it was just kind of like a, it was like a rolling lip. Yeah. So I would have had to, I would have had to move up pretty high and he was actually already onto us. I don't know yeah. if, what he saw. If he, he saw probably it. just hurt us. Yeah. He probably just hurt us. Um, 
he's kind of looking our direction. I'm like debating, like, what do I do? It's, it's, he's basically facing us right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like debating like, Nate, should I take a frontal shot? And I know that's not like typical with a rifle. Um, but then like, as we're like deciding, I'm like, I'm probably going to shoot him. He barks. And I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely going to shoot him. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're rolling and I freehand it, put it right on him, smash him. He drops immediately. Um, maybe makes it like five feet and just stops moving. Mm-hmm. And that was that done. Um, realized that the other four by four that we, it was the same group that we saw. Mm-hmm. Um, actually the bull that I passed day one and I, I'm like not ashamed of that. I think that, um, I made the, I, th- I would do it the same way right now. Like mm-hmm. we need, like we got so much more con- good content cause we waited two days. Yep. Um, and I was, I was super happy with this bull. I couldn't tell what he was day one. Didn't have good optics, but on day two when we filmed him, like he had like, he went on a, like he had a cool, like, um, um, extra point off his brow, which made him a six by five. Um, and probably like a two, three year old bull. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know age, but I'd guess two to three. Um, if a two year old can pop a pop six by five, I don't know, maybe three. Um, probably the smallest bull we saw all trip. Maybe, maybe besides spikes, we didn't see like in the middle. like, they're all about that same size. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all around that size. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had to, we needed to get in a, a different segment of elk if we wanted to yeah. kill bigger bulls. And it just comes back to you. Like you need to know what you want going into the trip. Yep. Um, and both the bull that I shot is like what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so jacked up, um, the other elk are just watching us. Um, and we eventually make it over there. And I mean, first bull ever, it's pretty amazing. Just, I mean, we'd already seen those bulls early in the, early in the trip that our buddies shot, but just yeah. the size compared to whitetail, um, mm-hmm. big animals. Yeah. Just their, their hoofs are so gigantic. Yeah. Not to jump ahead, but like when we were cleaning them up back at home, it's like, if you're a meat hunter and you're not shooting elk, like that's insane. Like, mm-hmm most people think that a bull is bigger than it is. Like I probably shot a 500 pound bull. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say like off a, off a raghorn, like you're going to get like two to 250, 250 pounds of meat. I'd say mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty accurate. Um, it's so much different than like, I got, how much, I yeah. got maybe 60 pounds of, of white tail. Yeah. I think like, so to get 200, 250 pounds, like it's, yeah. um, it's insane. Like that will maybe last me a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean that, that's like the, that was the best part of it. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I came to the conclusion, like I hunt whitetails 50, like, no, I'm not even gonna say 50, 50. I'm not gonna lie. 60, 40 antlers, meat mm-hmm. elk. This, this was 90, 10 meat antlers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a different hunt. Killing a good bull is just simply a bonus. Yeah. And I know eventually I'll get there and want to shoot bigger bulls mm-hmm. and that ratio might change, but like I'm not meat hunting for whitetails right now. No. Like sure. I might smack a doe, doe or two a season. I haven't done that actually in a while. Cause I've always had enough from bucks, but like it's just a different, it's a yeah. different reason. Um, yep. So yeah, I mean just, <laughs> Went to work, cleaned them work, all up, packed um, them out. Did a, did a pretty quick job. Um, packed some out. Um, the the interesting part about this you, this area we we're in is a it's a it's on a game retrieval trail. We didn't know this, but everybody in the valley was like, "Hey, yeah, you can take a UTV. You can take one trip, get the meat, and come back." Mm-hmm. And so we did that. We couldn't get the UTV um, right Too there, neat. but we I mean probably had half a mile, yeah, maybe a little more, mm-hmm. um, which was nice. That was nice. It sped up the morning because we also. Our plan was like, get the bull on ice. We're actually not going to clean it anymore because you said that you'd help me when we got home. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted hands because I know how long it took me. It still took me six hours with you and dad helping. Mm-hmm. Um, so got got the meat on ice. Like we were back at the cabin with meat on ice by like 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then it was like the whole thing about closing down the cabin because we were like, we're going to do the whole thing and get on the road and see how far we can make it. This area, like you have to winterize everything, blow all the water out of the, the pipes. closest towns are cover are, the windows, already evac- completely evacuated all the food, all per- perishable items. Like nobody stays year round in this area. Just are, it's actually a good learning insane. thing. Like yeah. we learn a lot, um, doing it. Got to clear the pipes, got to mm-hmm. 
obviously kill electricity, turn water off. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, it was a super fun hunt. Amazing content. Just a good time to be there. Just cool. Seeing a lot of animals, still hearing some bugles. It was just the confidence of having a rifle over the shoulder was a new feeling. And it was, I loved it. We had this debate and this will probably piss some people off, but rifle hunting is just easy. Easier. There are Easier. hard, there are hard, hard things. We yes. worked our butt off, yep. but like it, it just, if you're going, if you want a grocery shop, like if, if you're going like, if you want to like just fill the freezer, don't bow hunt. Yeah. Like just having an animal like Spencer Newharth, when he came to the 80, he said something, he's like, where our bow hunt begins, our rifle hunt ends. Mm-hmm. Like having animals, just being like anywhere I see an animal right now, I can kill it. Is just, just about a crazy mindset to have that yeah. we haven't, aren't used to. And so mm-hmm. it's not easy. Um, it's just different. And, uh, it just offers so much more opportunity. Mm-hmm. You just feel like you're always in the chips. We had five tag holders in the Valley and all five filled. Yep. That would never happen. In archery. On, if you get, if you had five days on an archery tag, like even during that time. Of year. Yeah. It's just, it's just so difficult. Um, yeah. <clears throat> archery hunting, but I mean, it made me realize like I'm never gonna switch the rifle with the bow. Like I'm like I'm never gonna be a rifle hunt like rifle hunter and then also sometimes bow hunter. Mm-hmm. I'm always gonna be the bow hunter, but like I do want one or two rifle tags a year. Yeah, just basically for the meat sake and the mm-hmm. confidence of like this will most likely I have a higher chance of killing something. Yeah. Um. So I mean, learned a lot. Um. Felt awesome to kill my first bull my first rifle animal and um we've been chasing those things a long time like being up close to that animal was pretty awesome it's really cool um like it's the hidden hidden meadow hidden valley ranch um the hidden meadow is like right next to a path that we've taken for 10 years at least 13 years um like hiking to hiking to lakes to fish so like that's cool like, mm-hmm. I love that. Like the history there, um, our buddy, um, we've gotten into it before, like on different episodes and stuff, but, um, our late buddy, Rod Cordy, um, uh, my, my parents' friends that also turned into our buddy, our friend, um, he and his wife both passed away with cancer, but like he was an elk hunter through and through. Like he's the one that's the rifle cabin that yeah. we stay at. Yep. He was a rifle elk hunter, big game hunter. He was, mm-hmm. a, I mean, he had a forestry degree, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just a badass dude, like one of those guys that you wish so bad that you could talk to him and ask him more questions mm-hmm. today. But it like felt fulfilling to to be doing his hunt. Yeah, like we've done archery out of that cabin for seven years, but he didn't archery hunt. He did first rifle, like the hunt that we've done. Yeah, we like find like it's been so many years since he passed, and like we brought it back to the cabin. And, and he, that's the reason he built the cabin. He didn't yeah. build it to fish out of. He didn't build build it to hike out. He built it to carry a rifle out the door mm-hmm. and go shoot a bull. Yep. That, that was probably that size, mm-hmm. you know? And he was too sick after the cabin was built to even hunt. Yeah. So we, that is the first rifle bull that has been killed hunting out of that place since he passed mm-hmm. ever since it was built, which is just like, you feel like you're doing what it was meant to be. Yeah. Therefore for sure. Yeah. It's like, it, it's like if, um, we passed away and like people use the 80 to like, to like, uh, like, um, pumpkin patch or some yeah, crap. Yeah. And like, finally somebody killed an archery buck, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I mean, it just felt fulfilling and like, we're doing what, like the whole thing was made for, like yeah. why there's a cabin here and stuff. Yep. Um, so awesome hunt. I mean, amazing yep. time to be down there. A beautiful country. Like I love cold weather, like pulling out the puffies. Yep. I, I do love that. Um, freezing a little bit. It was chilly, but yeah, the, this episode will drop next August, probably. Yep. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, that's our Western hunting for the year, man. Yeah. Now it's time to batten down the hatches. A mule, my, first Kill some Nebraska, my first Nebraska mule, my first Colorado elk. Um, so yep. Not a bad year. Not a bad year at all. 
But it's gonna be full whitetail. Hopefully, we have a success story from this last week, to, from this weekend to come. Um, Halloween weekend. It's always kind of a tricky time. To, I'm hunting, guys. I'm I'm missing like I'm missing at least two events. Um, truck or treat on Friday, and then I'm missing. Uh, we need to hunt 31st morning. Yeah, no, I can't do that. I got um, Ridge's Halloween field trip. What time? Um, in the morning. We're he, he, like you said, he's gonna be dead already. Um, so we'd have to hunt November 1st then. November okay. 1st is the cold day. Okay, Nate, it's we'll, hunt day. Fi- we'll hunt five days in a row. You should hopefully have killed by then. Yes. All right. Well, that's the elk update. Um, fun Western hunting. Also kind of glad it's over and we can, we can yep. be white tailors now. If you're a rifle guy and you're like, those guys should have died with that misfire or you guys did, you guys did it well. <laughs> you should just write in, um, Info at identicaldraw.com. I was, or message I was us on that thing for a while. Know. I was like, that's not what you think. Misfire is going to happen by now. Yeah. Like, are you going to, if we're talking multiple minute delay, then there, then that is the most dangerous thing I've ever. Are you going to uh, post that clip on, on Instagram? Maybe. I'll watch just it. look at it and see if it's got stuff to do. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be a good, that'd be a good debate. Yeah. But thanks for watching, listening. Don't forget, this is all filmed on YouTube. And, um, we're going to overlay a bunch of this footage. So this will be more of like an episode video episode podcast combo. So until next time, we'll see you. Happy hunting.